Trends and Pixels, a Beat Sports Spotlight on Sim Racing. Welcome to the fifth and final episode of our docuseries outlining the discipline of sim racing in Ireland. This week you've been introduced to sim racing and what makes it different from your regular racing games. We've heard about the explosion of the eSports side with the top Irish driver. We found out about how Ireland is playing a central role in the middle of all this and the effect the pandemic has had in accelerating growth across the sector. But is it sustainable? Here's Niall Maher, co-founder of Digital Motorsport. I think sim racing is. I think the growth of sim racing is actually going to really blow up because um, I think now people get an understanding of it. I think the world itself is going to be a different place in you know five years' time. We're going to have more electric uh, vehicles, for example. Motorsports is going to become far more expensive to like entry fees, insurance, and everything are going high. I think the more and more people get online with high-speed broadband, 5G, for example, more remote areas will get involved. So I can't see it not growing, and it's definitely more sustainable than traditional motorsport. So say yeah. to get into go-karting, seriously, like to be competitive enough that you're actually going to earn some money or, or be at the pointy end of it, it's a $20,000 maybe entry point into that. Um, if you want to go racing here in any of the... ICC or championships, I, I guess we did the Fiestas, it's five, six thousand euros yeah. before you're even pulling the car into the paddock. Like, yeah. so you know, a simulator can get you in a 1500, right? Um, depending on what you have at home in terms of PCs, screens, or other bits, but mm. you know, really, if if you were serious about it, you want to be maybe double that, mm. you know, two and a half to three thousand euros is, is as good as you would need to win the world cup to win at anything it's probably the only sports i can never see you know going away if anything it's probably going to replace some traditional motorsports mm. and and um and if not that definitely create its own discipline all to itself and with the unique backing of motorsport ireland who we heard yesterday had put their necks out to back a project that goes against the fia plan ireland could be leading the next step a sporting executive art mccurk explains and there'll be plenty of people who compete in the digital motorsport uh, arena who, you know, won't fall under an umbrella or don't want to fall under an umbrella for various reasons, be it we're only on the iRacing platform at the minute or something like that. That's where, you know, casting the net a little bit wider, you know, possibly including other platforms or other disciplines of motorsport games and stuff like that. That's where I suppose that the next step of this uh, this lies. And if it doesn't become an FIA priority, I can't see that happening though. Uh, it's not going to fall off our radar. And for drivers like Oscar Mangan and commentators like Jack Canan, that's pretty good news. It definitely will grow. I mean, we've already seen like with the Porsche Super Cup has, you know, hundreds of thousands of viewers, if not millions, has a six-figure prize pool. Same with iRacing with the NASCAR Coca-Cola series. That's basically broadcast, I think it's broadcast on NBC every Tuesday. The money and sponsorship behind that is, is big. So it really, it just takes the manufacturers and esports orgs to kind of get into it. People are kind of realizing that, you know, when you take guys that are really good in a simulator and you throw them into real racing, they are as quick, or they, they can be as quick as professional racing car drivers. And then vice versa, it can be a great tool for real racing car drivers to use. So I, I, from there, I, I think it can only go up. I don't think sim racing is going to go into any sort of decline uh, right now. I think it's at its strongest that it ever has been. Um, all you have to do is look at the uh, iRacing special events uh, to know how many competitors are competing in that. That's been the highest it's been in a long, long time. And I really think 
that we're now going to have a, another growth because we can now have audiences at events and drivers at events. And I think that's all that's missing at the moment uh, that the Judah Cup is just an atmosphere around the races and such. I just I just think we're we're in a really good, pe- a good place, both in Ireland and globally. And there's more and more championships that are using sim racing as part of their championships. There is so much happening for sim racing, and it's definitely it's definitely going to continue to grow. And um, I, I'm just I'm just happy to be part of that growth. Now, many thanks to Niall, Oscar, Jack, and Art, and also Rob King and Ronan Hederman from Digital Motorsports and VRA Racing. And as this is the last time you'll hear my voice on beat, at least for the foreseeable future, I want to publicly thank all the gang in the Broadcast Centre for their warmth, help, and fun over the past three years. That wouldn't change it for the world. Pit lanes and pixels, a beat sports spotlight on sim racing.